The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. How is everybody today? Last time I was on this program was December of last year. Why the long absence? Well, because of the uh, prophecies and instructions in 2023 to focus on the Great Commission, I held so many conferences, seminars, and training here in San Antonio as well as in the Philippines with Joshua, and I didn't realize that I was really exhausted. So comes December 31st, the prophetic gathering of the saints. After that, you know, the conference lasted from 7 o'clock until about 1-something, so I was standing there releasing the dust of the Lord and the Word of God and instructions uh, for about six and a half hours. And the following day, I start losing my voice and everything in me hurts. I cannot get up. I was plain exhausted. Actually, Mac was there in the house in the afternoon, in the early evening. And at comes eight o'clock, I thought I was going to pass out and I don't want to end it up in the hospital. So, so I was just plain exhausted. It took me more than two weeks to recuperate. Imagine that. Anyway, I'm sure Joshua have shared some of the prophetic instructions and prophecies for 2024 and beyond. And he addressed, he already addressed some important issues in which I will continue in this program. We need to keep in mind to focus on what God is saying to the church and nations. If it is a prophecy of judgment, I repeat again, leaders, especially prophets, should not release those prophecies before interceding and spending time in the presence of God. Okay? It is for the glory of God and it's for the benefit of His people. We must consider the heart of our God. You know, judgment can be postponed, or it can lessen its intensity, or a nation can repent and turn around. We, we, should, not, we should not release judgment, even against, uh, against uh, somebody, without interceding and praying for them. The uh, book of Jonah is the best example of this. The people of Nineveh are going, are, are, are going to be judged severely. They're going to be destroyed. The entire city will be destroyed because of the sins they committed before a holy God. But before God sent that judgment, he sent the prophet Jonah to warn the people in which Jonah refused. And we all know the story, right? Got swallowed by a fish. And, and uh, in, the, in the belly of the fish, he prayed to God, repented, and God commanded the fish to spit Jonah out. Well, now... At that time, when Jonah got spit by the fist, not only he had a stinking attitude, he, he really stunk. I pray to God, you do not have the heart of Jonah. Jonah, as a prophet of God, knew the heart of God. 
but he did not have the heart after God's own. Jonah did not mind getting mercy and forgiveness and a second chance from God, but Jonah did not want God to extend it to the people of Nineveh. This is in Jonah chapter 3, verse 10. I'm going to read from NLT. When God saw what they had done and how they had put a stop to their evil ways, he changed his mind and did not carry out the destruction he had threatened. And Jonah chapter 4, verse 1. So God relented, just like he's going to relent judgment on the people or a country or a group of people or corporation that repent before, before the Lord. That's how merciful he is. He wants everybody to get saved. Remember that. So Jonah chapter 4, starting with verse 1 all the way to 3. This change of plans greatly upset Jonah because God changed his mind and did not carry out the destruction against the people of Nineveh, okay? So he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I not say before I left home that you will do this, Lord? That is why I ran away from Tarshish. I knew that you are merciful and a compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people. And here's the drama, verse 3. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. See that? It doesn't matter if you prophesy bad things, you want it to happen. So when it comes to Jonah's disobedience, when he prayed to God, he did not mind that God was merciful on him. God gave him another chance. And he ended up prophesying to the people of Nineveh, in which, from the least to the greatest, the king, they all fasted and repented. So when it comes to others, Jonah did not want God to be merciful. He wanted God to destroy the city, the entire city. Remember, God changes not. He'll continue to be more merciful. He continued to be holy. He continued to be love. He continued to be almighty. And presently, this same attitude of Jonah applied to some prophets and Christians, and they have the same heart and attitude of Jonah. All they want is to manifest what they have prophesied, good or bad, to establish, in order to establish themselves as a prophet. They were so busy taking credit on who prophesied what and, and what came to pass. They're so busy taking credits. We should go instead, we should go after the heart of God, and we need to intercede. Some Christians wanted God to continue to forgive them, but they refused to forgive others. Our God is a holy God, and He is just. In Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 14 says, in NIV, For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies to you. Your camp must be holy. This is the instruction. This is the condition. So that he will not see among you anything indecent and turn away from you. Remember, God cannot stand the presence of sin. He turned his back from our Lord Jesus because he became the sin offering. Okay? In Isaiah chapter 5 verse 16 says, but the Lord Almighty will be exalted by his justice, and the Holy God will show himself holy by his righteousness. 
So God is going to exalt himself by his justice and righteousness. And now look at the heart of another prophet named Amos in Amos chapter 7. The Lord God was ready to judge the entire nation. I want you to hear me, okay? In Amos chapter 7, starting with verse 1 all the way to verse 9. I'm going to read from New Living Translation. The Sovereign Lord showed me a vision. I saw him preparing to send a vast swarm of locusts over the land. This was after the king's share had been harvested from the fields and as the main crop was coming up. In my vision, the locusts ate every green plant in sight. Then I said, O Sovereign Lord, please forgive us, or we will not survive, for Israel is so small. So the prophet interceded on behalf of a nation. So the Lord relented from this plan. I will not do it, he said. Verse 4. Then the Sovereign Lord showed me another vision. I saw him preparing to punish his people with a great fire. The fire had burned up the depths of the sea and was devouring the entire land. Then I said, O Sovereign Lord, please stop or we will not survive, for Israel is so small. Then the Lord relented from this plan too. I will not do that either, said the Sovereign Lord. Then this is the justice of the Lord. He, um, he relented in judging the entire nation. That is, that is what's happening to the United States of America. We deserve to be judged severely because of the many sins that Christians just talk about it and not do anything about it nor intercede on behalf of the nation. But there were remnants of people that are prophesying, that are interceding on behalf of this nation. We could have been destroyed by now. Our economy uh, would have been devastated by now. But the Lord in his mercy, because there are Christians that have been interceding on behalf of the nation. We are interceding for the salvation and repentance of President Biden, the vice president, and uh, his entire uh, administration. Instead of prophesying for him to die, because the heart of God is for everyone to get saved. Okay? And, um, and this is what we need to remember. We have to follow. We have to have a heart after God's own heart instead of, instead of us wanting God to do what we want to do in our own understanding. So verse 7. Then he showed me another vision. Amos chapter 7, verse 7. Then he showed me another vision. I saw the Lord standing beside a wall that had been built using a plumb line. He was using a plumb line to see if it was still straight. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? I answered, a plumb line. And the Lord replied, I will test my people with this plumb line. I will no longer ignore their sins. So, God is not going to ignore our sins, the sins that are in the body of Christ. Okay? The pagan shrines of your ancestors will be ruined and the temples of Israel will be destroyed. I will bring the dynasty of King Jeroboam to a sudden end. So God relented in judging the entire nation of Israel 
but he judges the sin of his people and he judges the king, King Jeroboam. So a prophetic judgment is for people of God to repent and intercede and do the right thing. And the Lord God will relent. He is that merciful. Prophets like Joseph and Daniel won the king, won the hearts of, their, of the Pharaoh and the king. The Pharaoh determined that there is none other more qualified than Joseph because the spirit of, of the living God was upon him. Nebuchadnezzar proclaimed that the God of Daniel is the only true living God all over the world. Wouldn't that be nice if we started praying and our, our corrupt political leaders will, will, will see the power and the holiness of our God and they will declare and they will acknowledge him too. The heart of God has not changed. He does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is a holy God, a merciful God, and don't forget, an almighty God. Now, the prophecies upon the United States of America and to the church as a whole are good. They have conditions, though. All prophecies are conditional. We have to follow the prophetic instruction, the instruction in the Word of God, being led by the Holy Spirit. And we must always consider the heart of God. And we must always remember why Jesus went to the cross for all of us, went to hell so that we didn't have to. Just keep in mind, when you want to pray judgment against people or for them to die without getting saved, any, anyone, any person who went to hell is a loss to our Lord Jesus Christ. Keep that in mind, okay? So, we are not going to allow Satan to win. So, the Spirit of the Lord for the year 2024 and beyond commands us to spend time with Him, to listen, be led by the Holy Spirit, to be holy as God is holy. Okay? We need to spend quality time with Him. And God is saying to us that in 2024 and, and beyond, there will be lots of instant manifestations as we obey Him, as we live by faith, and as we allow God to purify our hearts. You know, um, Mike and I prayed in agreement uh, a few days ago that this month of January, James and Erica will have their vehicles. James' car was totaled. And Erica is still waiting. So James found a car that he really loved. And then my brother, my baby brother in Phoenix, Arizona, and my sister-in-law called me. And the Lord put it in their hearts to give Erica my late brother's Honda Accord. And my baby brother, Noel, who is a car mechanic, inspected, fixed, and replaced, and serviced all fluids, and anything that needs fixing, he's going to fix. What a blessing, right? We didn't even pray about that. We just prayed to God that Erica will have a car. And they happened in a week's time. Same thing is for you. Remember, God is just. He does not play favorites. Everything that concerns us, our choices, our decisions, what we say or don't say, what we do and don't do, 
it's all a heart issue, and God searches the heart. Keep that in mind. And God continued to give us opportunities because He saw goodness. There's still a lot of goodness in all of us. Yes, I'm talking to you, okay? Repent. Go back or call your spouse and apologize. Don't give in to the hardness of your heart. And God is going to, to uh, open the doors of opportunities uh, for you to, to have this resolved. And you're going to have your family back intact. And they're going to look upon you as someone who is, who is after God's own heart. Amen? In Second Chronicles chapter 19, verses 1 through 3. This is when uh, Jehoshaphat uh, and Ahab um, joined forces together to attack Ramoth Gilead, and it's not the will of the, the Lord, and Ahab was killed, okay? So Second Chronicles chapter 19, verse 1 through uh, 3. When Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, returned safely to his palace in Jerusalem, Jehu the seer, the son of Hanani, went out to meet him and said to the king, should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? In other words, the prophet Jehu rebuked Jehoshaphat. Because of this, the wrath of the Lord is upon you. Verse 3. There is, however, some good in you. For you have rid the land of the Asherah poles and have set your hearts on seeking God. God focus on that something good in Jehoshaphat heart and he continued and he gave him another chances and he uh, and he appointed judges to judge fairly so at this time please do not squander these chances and the open opportunities starting this year time is of the essence i see wonderful manifestations um, th that are taking place already amen we are believing God that uh, we are going to have our own facility uh, this year. It's going to be bigger so that we can, uh, we can hold many classes and we can hold uh, uh, many people for this great move of God. It, it is going to be a learning center. It is going to be the school of the Holy Spirit. And um, we are believing God for the impossible. And uh, this 2024, we're going to take a stand. And, you know, the Lord has been talking to you for several years now to, uh, to, uh, to help in this ministry. You are going to obey. You are going to obey the Lord starting this 2024. So I'm not concerned about that. But uh, don't squander these opportunities. Amen? Amen. Here's another one. God will continue to pour out His Spirit upon the young people in this country as well as the young people all over the world. Those who obey him and have separated themselves from the world, from the ways of the world, manifested blessings, witty inventions, signs, miracles, such great power anointing will manifest, and you're going to see it. As we continue to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ, we will go deeper in the things of God and we will soar higher. Starting in the year 2023, I saw a vision of mass healings, of many miracles. I look forward 
to that full manifestation of that vision. I am excited about this, and we are all preparing for it at Freedom Fellowship Church. Starting with our physical body, starting with mine. I need, I need to listen to my body instead of pushing it. This is what it got me. Okay? Another prophecies. But I repented, and I'm going to make corrections. Amen. Okay. Here's another prophecy. Settlements. Legal issues being, uh, being, um, being addressed. Financial issues. God will make a way for you. God will make a way for your breakthrough, for your deliverance. You have to apply your faith with a corresponding action, okay? You must focus on Him. Forgive and forget and obey Him, all right? There are so many things that are manifesting right now. And God wants you to, to take your post and receive what He has for you. All good things come from the Lord. Remember that. Okay. As the Spirit of the Lord continues to uproot this evil root in Washington, D.C., He will continue to expose corruption amongst our political leaders on both parties and other nations, such as arts and entertainment, news media, corporate. The body of Christ, as a result of this and our obedience to God, the body of Christ will emerge as a glorious and influential church. And Joshua and I will continue to address for further about governance. We are seated at the right hand of Jesus Christ, ruling and reigning with Him, okay? Above all principalities and powers in the heavenly places. We don't rule here on earth. We are seated at the right hand of God, and we are need to be led and empowered by the Holy Spirit in order to do this. We cannot do this on our own. It is not based on our abilities, but our obedience and our relationship to our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? We will continue to address this further and further until you and I will completely get it. Okay? So presently, you are beginning to see drastic, drastic changes even in our weather, weather patterns. And those are good news as far as I'm concerned. It seems like uh, we will have record-breaking wet January this year, 2024, and uh, we will continue to see that manifestation. I'll take it as a cleansing. I'll take it as a sign of blessing from the Lord as we continue to put our trust in Him. Let us not be moved by, by the bad news that are taking place. We must focus on the good news. That is what God has planned and purpose for us in 2024 and beyond. So let us focus on the present. Let us not focus on what, the, what Satan and the evil and the wicked people are doing. Let us focus on doing what is right and continue to stand before the Lord. Remember, the body of Christ, the church, is not a religious entity. It is a governing body. Remember Isaiah chapter 9? And the government shall be upon his shoulders. We are Jesus' shoulders. The government, it means to say, in every sector of society, we're applying his ways of doing things, not within the four corners of our church and quoting scriptures to one another. No, we must obey. And what uh, the uh, Apostle James said, do not just believe the word, do what it says. 
our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ must produce a corresponding action. And whatever we speak out, whatever we say, it comes from the riches of our heart on what, on what we, uh, we continue to think, what we continue to meditate. So we will know who we are in Christ Jesus or where we're at in 2024 and beyond. Amen? God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road. Our services starts at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you cannot join us, please find us on YouTube, SOGMI.org or Freedom Fellowship Church, and join us in our live stream services. And while you're at it, please like us and subscribe. Amen? Help us in spreading the gospel of good news and in power. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I.org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023.